Hey everybody, this is Greg Reffin with the Abstract Podcast, and we have Nadja Komnanich. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, head of Business Development at Lemless joining us today. Nadja, please say hi. Hi, Greg. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Really lovely to be talking to you. Well, we're excited to chat with you. Um, this podcast, uh, the genesis of this podcast, kind of was a result of a couple of conversations that we had, really the last one. Um, when we were starting to talk about like social media and um, you've had, um, you, you've seen your kind of personal brand grow just exponentially over the past year. And we were kind of talking about different posts and how you um, sometimes analyze posts for a while before you actually push them out. And um, it's all kind of part of social selling and kind of progressing your career. And the, the question kind of popped up in my mind of, um, how do you go about being authentic and true to yourself while also taking into account things like social topics, economic topics, um, being politically correct? Like there's a lot of things that um, I often don't post because I think it might ruffle some feathers the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to kind of dive into how you go about um, formulating the topics you want to write about and then kind of curating that content in a way that doesn't take away from who you are, but also takes those things into consideration. So, um, yeah, that was a long winded way of saying, we're going to talk about how to post on social media without blowing up your career. basically. <laughs> So <laughs> I love the topic. And obviously, like uh, when we start talking about this, I cannot say that uh, I'm an expert in this. Obviously, like, this is a very like topic that is uh, uh, tricky to address. Uh, and even like right now, us talking on this podcast kind of makes me nervous in terms of can I say these things? Can I not say these things? Like, what is politically correct? Can I uh, be open? Am I being too open? And this is what we're seeing also when we're posting on LinkedIn or any other social media. Um, I would say that as we've talked about before, like in our recent chats, um, right now, like it's very hard to be authentic and vulnerable and really like uh, speak up and like be open about the topics that you want to address without uh, stepping on somebody's toes. Uh, I think that uh, obviously people are very sensitive today, uh, which is uh, obviously for a good reason, like historically, like what's been happening uh, um, these topics right now are really hot topics and we kind of want to address them, but we are scared how to address them. Um, to go back to, like, to the initial part of your question, which is like how to be authentic and vulnerable, um, when I started like posting on my LinkedIn um, in the first place and I started building my brand, um, I was kind of following what everybody else was doing. So I was really like copy pasting my like in my posts, you weren't really able to kind of figure out my personality, um, my point of view, my, in general, my way of thinking about certain topics. Um, and it's what everybody else is seeing on LinkedIn. So once I started, kind of started bringing in my own authenticity, my own vulnerability, and like actually speaking up about the topics that matter to me in my own perspective, that's when I started seeing a lot more traction on the other side and like getting really to build the relationships with people who are having the same visions. So having this authenticity and vulnerability in your approach is really essential when you're actually building your brand. However, when it comes to actually doing it and how you do it, uh, it's a different topic because definitely you need to be careful about what you post. 
Um, so what I would say is definitely first, like when it comes to your company that you're working for, make sure that whatever you're posting is aligned with your company values. Um, so really be aware that you're not, uh, you know, let's say maybe your startup that you're working for is really hustle culture based. You speaking about uh, against hustle culture in the first place is definitely not something that would be seen as a good thing in your company's eyes. So obviously make sure that your posts are aligned with your company's values. Um, if what you're thinking and uh, having in mind that your original voice is not aligned with your company's values, again, I think that's a topic and an issue that you have in whether you're working for a proper organization in the first place. Yeah. So on the company side, I think as long as you're kind of being aligned with, uh, with the core values and kind of avoiding some topics that you might have... Uh, um, discussed previously with your marketing manager or CEO, and they've told you, okay, stay away from these topics. It's a good question to ask, actually, if you're building your brand, talk to your CEO, talk to your CMO, talk to the people and ask what is the topics that you should, what are the topics that you should avoid? And then when it comes, like, I'm a very huge um, um, woman empowerment advocate. So like, I'm constantly talking about like women rights, women in business, et cetera. And uh, right now, me as a woman who wants to talk about women empowerment and women in business, I myself find myself oftentimes writing my LinkedIn posts and re-editing them like 10 times simply because I'm afraid that women actually will take it in a wrong way. Uh, so when you're actually writing these posts, really take a look at every single word that you're writing. I know that it uh, is not something that... Uh, we love to do, but uh, try to think from a different perspective, how it can be heard, how it can be perceived and uh, try to really make it as direct in a way that what your opinions are and try to stay kind of a um, three times think about how it can be perceived and heard. And if there is any objections that come to your mind, okay, they might think this, they might think this address those objections and tell them like, okay, you might be thinking that right now what I'm meeting is this and this and this. I'm not. So really like getting that objection out of the way, I think in the first place is really essential when you're writing. Uh, even longer answer to your long question. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's talk about that a little bit because um, I often find myself, like there'll be things that I want to write and I know it's not going to go over well. Like mm. some of the topics, some of the things that I want to, that I, that I just kind of think about writing. I'm like, nope just not even going to bother writing that because it's uh it could hurt our brand mm. abstract brand um it's probably going to ruffle some feathers and some people are probably going to be pissed off at me so in that case how do i go about like because I, i'm not good at posting on social like I, I i don't have an instagram i don't have a facebook don't have a twitter i don't have snapchat like i have linkedin and like it takes a lot for me to want to post um, because I feel like I can't be authentic. So how do I balance that? Like what, what steps do I take to start to kind of progress down that road? Uh, I would say that the biggest uh, thing that for me as well, I was in a spot where I was afraid to post anything, not because I was thinking that it would ruffle some feathers. It was more that I was afraid just to kind of be out there and like post anything. Um, but the biggest thing that has changed for me is the mindset in terms of, is this the topic that if I address it and I talk about it openly, will actually make an impact on the world or on the people that are going through the same things. 
so oftentimes I was finding myself like maybe this is not, for example, right now I made a post about uh, companies that are hiring women uh, and they're insisting to hire women leaders. Uh, and I've got started receiving questions from young women uh, that were complaining basically about being afraid that they're just being hired for the fact that they're a woman. And this might be a post that I would kind of uh, typically stay away from because you're, uh, you know, attacking uh, HR, you're addressing the topic that is a bit uh, not clear at the end of the day. But uh, my motivation for actually posting at the end of the day is I, I knew that there are a lot of women out there that are facing the same pains. Nobody's talking about it. And we need to talk about it because if we don't talk about it, it's always going to be this stigma around it. And somebody needs to start. Um, sometimes even negative publicity is a good publicity because you will attract people who are aligned with what you're thinking and those who are not. I mean, do you really uh, even care? And do you want them as customers at the end of the day? Um, and when they actually start commenting and bringing up their own opinions, you still have a chance to justify your way of thinking in the comments. So it's not going to be like you're done. You post it and then like whatever, they will just take, take it whatever they want to go. You can always address the questions in the comments and like further explain your point of view and healthy discussion okay. at the end of the day. So let's back up a little bit. What was um, what was the catalyst where where that kind of got you in this this mindset of wanting to to engage on social and build a brand in the first place? Because um, I, I talk with a lot of people who want to do it, but they they often maybe like they need that final push or that mm-hmm. nudge to actually go and do it. So what was that for you? For me, uh, it was two, uh, two reasons. Uh, one of the reasons, first reason was actually my CEO who has built the company uh, from grounds up literally through brand. Uh, and that's how we grow so fast. So when, when he hired me, it was one of the things that he kind of mentioned, okay, we want to start building your personal brand, etc., which was kind of a task rather than like a motivation. But my motivation itself came from the fact that I come from Serbia originally and uh, I was addressing U.S. market uh, where, where I don't have like ability to just go in the uh, networking events, meet people and actually get to know people out there. So my only way to actually become visible in their eyes was actually to build my brand. So my motivation in this case was obviously like me wanting to go out there and like uh, be present in this uh, scene as well. But also on the other side, like uh, be an example and a role model. Uh, for people that come from different backgrounds uh, that are also like not present in their target territory uh, and inspire them to follow that lead as well. Because I do believe that this is the strongest uh, strongest thing that you can do if you're actually uh, looking to go international and actually be seen and heard. Okay, interesting. Okay, so it was uh, kind of like uh, you were nudged by your boss hmm. uh, to go and kind of build that brand and you recognize that you were going to have some challenges that maybe a SDR here in the United States wouldn't have um, mm-hmm. just because you're, you know, halfway around the world. Um, mm-hmm. Have you seen an impact on your success by investing in building your personal brand? I would uh, say that the biggest impact uh, anything has had on my career was actually this, um, not only in terms of it. And I would say that it's not only for people coming from, from different backgrounds so like even sdr in us right now just imagine how many sdrs exist in the world for you to be able to differentiate yourself you need to be different in some way when you're reaching out to your prospects they will 
get your personality from your LinkedIn even before they jump on a demo with you. Um, so the impact that it has had is not only through sales. So obviously, like I was able to generate a bunch of sales and revenue for the company, uh, but also my network right now is so extensive that I am able to first get mentors at any point. I'm able to network with people, get advice, uh, job offers. I'm not even looking for. They are coming to me every single day. So like you're getting this uh, inbound of job offers, of leads, of uh, networking opportunities, of um, anything that you can possibly imagine. And uh, at the end of the day, you will not have to have a CV ever again in your life. Um, you will have your prof your LinkedIn profile and obviously like opportunity to speak with you on the podcast today and all the other events and webinars. Um, I ended up like speaking on the biggest conferences in sales in US, even though I come from a completely different background. I'm not there. Still, I'm the one being invited because of my brand at the end of the day. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So let's do some, some tactical exercises where we uh, leave our listeners with maybe two or three things that they can go and, and actually kind of do as a way to start kind of <clears throat> putting themselves out there. So um, let's say I have something that I want to talk about. Um, I don't know. Let's, let's, uh, what's an, what's a, what's a touchy fiery subject right now that we could use as an example. We can take an ex as an example this, what we mentioned about like uh, hiring women leaders. Okay, perfect. Let's, okay, use that as an example. Um, I've often thought that like, are women going to be, see that as the only reason I was hired is because I'm a woman? And does that devalue what I bring to the table if I'm a woman? I'm only hired because I'm a woman. Um, how do you go about formulating that post so before you even go and write the post itself it's not just about bringing up the problem uh, i think the end of the day your the goal of the post is to get something actionable out of that so like uh, it's not about like addressing okay there is this problem that we're seeing and that, that's where you stop it's about what do you see as a solution or what is your opinion on that or what is your um approach to the topic itself. What, what is the next step? What is the call to action? What is the takeaway from that post? Um, and when you have that idea, okay, for example, in my scenario here, um, my advice was for a woman to accept those roles uh, and then prove in the job itself that what they bring in is not just the diversity uh, into the company, it's that they're having skills and that's how we can change the world long-term. So like it started with a problem, I addressed the issue that is facing, and then I've given my insight and the call to action or the actionable tip at the end of the day. And this is where I see the problems with most posts on LinkedIn is that people just talk about problems, but there is no actionable uh, thing behind it or any original idea or anything that you can actually take out of that post. There's no call to action or like, here's how to solve it type of thing. Exactly. Like your idea, then before you even start writing, you need to kind of have in mind, what do I want people after reading my posts to walk away from? Like what, the, what is the vibe? What is the, uh, the message that I want them to walk away uh, after reading the post uh, itself? Okay. So I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have a man and a woman. Um, mm -hmm. You're trying to hire more women for diversity. The man is exponentially more qualified than the woman is. 
you still hire the woman just to bring in that layer of diversity? I would say that that would be the disadvantage to uh, both parties. So like both to the woman that what to the woman that was hired and will never, no matter right now, look the level of skills, she will always be perceived as, yeah, she's good, but he could have done a better job. Um, and on the other side, like obviously to the person that was more qualified, but wasn't hired. Uh, so I do think that obviously recruiters have a very hard job today because they need to balance this out. I'm not saying like I have a solution for that. Uh, I'm just saying that when actually hiring, you need to obviously take uh, take into account the the skills and qualifications, and not only the, uh, the the gender of the person that you're hiring. See, this is why I don't post stuff because like there's no there's no right answer to that. Like both answers suck. <laughs> like. Uh, uh- the post itself that you could write is like if you have this topic and you don't have an answer is to ask the question and start the discussion itself uh, because I do okay. feel that the posts that are actually more driving into the health discussions are more beneficial than just like statements um, and including recruiters tagging recruiters that are actually facing this and asking for their opinion on this topic is what will actually matter so like for example right now you're probably hiring uh, you might be thinking, okay, guys, I have no idea what to do because I need to hire um, uh, right now in my team. I want to hire a woman. I want to be like open to uh, to be to have a diverse team. However, how do I approach this, etc.? And then potentially tagging people that can actually bring some actionable advice into the topic. I like that. I like that. So if you don't have a solution, right, look, look to your network, look to LinkedIn as a way to try to kind of get that. Um, I'm part of a, a modern sales pro email group and the the stuff that comes in into that group when people ask questions is just phenomenal. I feel like it's a little bit more intimate because it's not, you know, out in public for everybody to see. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, there's like 20,000 people on that email list. So like it's pretty damn public, but um, it feels more safe, mm-hmm. I guess, in my mind than you know, a LinkedIn post. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just need to get over myself and start throwing some stuff out there and see how people respond to it. I think we can uh, take a look at the Elon Musk's Twitter, uh, which is uh, <laughs> quite <laughs> uh, quite risky in terms of the posts and tweets. But uh, first of all, he was able to, like I created Twitter only because of him, because I was actually looking to see what he's posting. So you're generating awareness and you're generating this attraction for people to actually want to see what you're posting, even though sometimes they might not agree with that. And on the other side, like it's, um, I do believe that you can still raise those, just raising the questions that people don't address is like a first step. And it might be enough in this stage of time because people are just silent and everybody's thinking it, nobody's talking about it. And somebody needs to start talking about these topics. So it's interesting when like, I'll get on calls with people and we'll have, intimate conversations and the more you start to realize um, more people open up the more you realize there's more to them than kind of the persona they put out on social media especially LinkedIn like Instagram Facebook I'm sure those are very different Um, I, I thought I've often thought about doing this post where I kind of tag people and I and I say um show me what's on the other side of your camera like what's on the wall that you look at every day 
that you, those are the things that you probably enjoy. Those are the mm -hmm. things you probably care about. Like what's not the pretty picture that you've put behind you to make you look professional. Um, we had a podcast with Kevin Hopp a couple weeks ago and it was like, he had like an open bar in his garage and like skateboards. And like, he was like, yeah, this is all the fun stuff. Mm -hmm. Like I, 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 I just, I want to, I wish, and again, maybe it's something I need to do just kind of get over myself, but I kind of wish LinkedIn was a little bit more, we talked about diversity, we talked about inclusion, but if you are have an unpopular opinion or you do things that aren't like socially acceptable, you're, you're quickly shunned, um, you know, on LinkedIn as opposed to celebrate it on Facebook or Instagram. And uh, right now, like we've talked about this and actually you brought uh, the topic up. Um, it's not only the people are not posting, is that LinkedIn is banning the, those posts and is yet is about to ban even more. So these topics are going to be like even less easy to discuss. But I do believe that uh, these topics shouldn't only belong on Facebook or Instagram or when you're talking to your friends. Um, because those are the topics that are addressing really highly and very impactfully your work life and your business life. And it's mostly where we see these uh, um, inequalities happening. So we need to put it out there and it needs to be uh, in front of the CEO, CMOs, in front of the executives, in front of the C-level. And uh, as many people, the more people talk about it, the more it will actually go into their minds and be like change the, the perspective. And I do believe this is what happened with remote work um, because I do believe that as soon as COVID was over, everybody wanted like every CEO was like, okay, get back to the office. I want to see you every day in the, by your desk, etc. But having two years of lockdown and people posting consistently about what they enjoy about remote work, they weren't able to do that that easily. And obviously yeah. they have to this, uh, this new reality. I, uh... I knew people weren't going back to the office. Like I talked with a lot of people like, oh, everybody's going to want to come back to the office. Yeah. You're telling me people enjoy sitting in the car half an hour, an hour on the way to work, half mm -hmm. an hour, hour on the way home. Like I get to make fresh lunch every day on my stove. Like, do you think I want to go reheat stuff out of Tupperware in the microwave? And, mm -hmm. you know, when my coworkers making salmon in the microwave right before, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Like that sucks. So yeah, I knew that the, yeah, I knew no one was going back to the office. Um, well, wrapping this up, you know, what would be, if someone's listening and they're like, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to do this. I'm going to get started on this. Like, mm -hmm. what would be your one piece of advice to give them to, to, to give them that push? Uh, my first piece of advice is be before you even go into writing anything, sit down on your desk, take a notebook and write your backstory. So like who you are, what are your values? Uh, what is your story of like your personal, like, like your elevator pitch and understand what are the topics you want to address and then figure out what are the things that you want to always be seen in your, um, in your posts. So if you're, for example, an introvert and you're like uh, potentially have a um, imposter syndrome, talk about it, like figure out what makes you different. What, what is your voice? What is your authentic self? Uh, and then implement it every time into your into your posting. Uh, you're not going to nail it every time, obviously, but like it's going to be an evolution of, of your posts. Um, and don't be scared. I mean, the, 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 the last thing that can happen is uh, uh, maybe you have a, a wrong post. Uh, you will get warned. Uh, you will not you will know, obviously, like what, you will not repeat it in, anymore. 
but uh, the benefits that you can get out of that can be just tremendous. Great advice. I love it. Well, Nadia, I appreciate your time today. If anybody wants to get a hold of you and maybe kind of ask you some questions, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, my LinkedIn profile, so feel free to look me up. Uh, if uh, obviously Greg pronounced my name properly, so you're going to be able to find me on LinkedIn. Um, happy to chat anytime. Feel free to reach out. Uh, happy to help with personal branding as well if somebody needs help. Um, so yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, great chat today. Um, I don't know if I'm quite there yet to start throwing myself out there, but this this definitely helped nudge me a little bit closer to the edge today. So I appreciate your time, your wisdom. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I'm waiting for your posts. So I will be counting you uh, accountable. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. I might send them to you ahead of time to maybe get you uh, to maybe tweak them a little bit. And uh, before I throw them up on LinkedIn for the world to see. So, <laughs> all right, Nadia, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.